الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنا نحن نزلنا الذكر وإنا له لحافظون صدق الله العظيم Most respected students, mothers and sisters, Alhamdulillah, with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala, those who are present at the madrasa at the moment, had been part of the khatam of the Qur'an Sharif, one student completed hives of the Qur'an Sharif, so they have been part of this great and momentous occasion where the Qur'an Sharif was completed. May Allah Ta'ala accept the khatam of the Qur'an Sharif. May Allah Ta'ala accept it on behalf of the student, her parents, the mu'allimas, all those involved in the madrasa in whichever way. And whoever played any part in this, those who made dua for it, dua for the madrasa, dua for the students in particular. And in whichever way anybody played a role, may Allah Ta'ala make it a means of great khair, great barakat. Allah Ta'ala make it a means of every good in dunya and akhirat. <coughs> Indeed, this is an extremely great honor. It's a very great na'mat and bounty from Allah Ta'ala. The Quran Sharif itself is such a great na'mat, such a great bounty, that unfortunately we don't give it its due regard and we will never be able to fully fathom and fully grasp what a great bounty, what a great na'mat of Allah Ta'ala this is. Especially in our times, that where the Qur'an Sharif has been granted to us so easily, we have the Qur'an Sharif with us, every home has it, every place almost there is a Qur'an Sharif available. So, we don't appreciate this great gift and this great na'mat of Allah Ta'ala the way it should be appreciated if we go back in time we go to the time of the Sahaba Ikram and even thereafter according to the situation the lives of the Akabirin etc then we will see how they appreciated this Quran Sharif and what efforts they made, what sacrifices they made in order to acquire this Quran Sharif Right in the time of the Sahaba Ikram, the incident of Hazrat Umar who's coming into Islam is well known to everyone. We hear this incident being read in the Fazail Amal, and often it is quoted, often it is mentioned. So, what is that lesson in this incident? That what kind of effort was being made to learn the Quran Sharif? Hazrat Umar sister his brother-in-law, they are wanting to learn the Qur'an Sharif. But what is the situation? That if Hazrat Umar at that time, who was not yet a Muslim, if he had to come to know that my sister, my brother-in-law are learning the Qur'an Sharif, then it would have been like death for them. And that is what happened, eventually, that they were punished but now in order to learn the Qur'an Sharif, what are they doing? In very, very, in, in secret, they are taking lessons of the Qur'an Sharif 
on the one hand they don't want to get into trouble with Umar on the other side they want to learn the Quran Sharif now this was the situation that they took their lives in their hands so to say and the incident is well known finally Hazrat Umar did come there and he realized what's happening here that this Quran Sharif is being recited here and what happened after that is also we have heard many times how he hit his sister how he hit his brother-in-law they were bleeding all this so that they underwent all this for nothing else but so that they could learn the Quran Sharif now can we imagine what sacrifices were made there was a young Sahabi who was living far away from Madina Sharif and he did not have the opportunity to come to Madina Munawwara he had already accepted Islam he was a young boy and he wanted to learn the Quran Sharif also this incident is also in Fazail Amal so what he would do he would stand on the roadside he would come out right onto the main road via on that road where the various caravans would pass so many people would now have gone to Madina Sharif and now they are returning so he would stand and wait after some days one caravan will pass after some other days another caravan will pass so he would meet them and he would ask them that you are coming from Madina Sharif so these delegation who would go they would stay some time they would return says who has learned some Quran Sharif can you teach me please what you have learned so somebody had learned one ayat or remembered one ayat somebody three ayat somebody five ayat somebody a little bit more from each person now he would learn what he had learned and in this way over time he had learned a great amount of Quran Sharif but how go and stand out on the road wait for how long in the hot summer days in the cold winter days stand and wait there wait for some caravan to come then talk to the one 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 person beg him please teach me one the ayat that you have learned and now in this way he is gathering the Quran Sharif he is learning the Quran Sharif ask him what is the great wealth that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us blessed us with that what a great thing the Quran Sharif is those who made those kind of sacrifices ask them what is this bounty about so Allah Ta'ala has made it very easy for us those of us who are studying in the madrasa whether in this madrasa or any, any madrasa for that matter everything is ready for us the situation is all ready made whether we are learning hymns whether we are learning just Nazar of the Quran Sharif everything is ready made the teachers are there the Quran Sharif is available the facilities are there if it is a hot day there is a fan some places there are acorns if it is a cold day there is some heating the water is available electricity is there there is a carpet that we are sitting on and everything is all for make to make it very easy for us to make it very conducive for us to learn the Quran Sharif everything is ready now it's like a person to cook that food takes a long time to prepare it get the ingredients and clean it and wash it and thereafter to now put everything together it takes a long time now that food has finally been cooked now all that is left is for a person to now stretch his hand make the muscle put it in his mouth chew it and then swallow it now there is a little bit of effort to stretch the hand to put it in the mouth to chew it so all this is and especially some of us might regard that as no effort or most of us will regard it as no effort 
because this is something that we keep looking forward to so we carry on doing this all the time but the thing is that there is that minimal minor effort but what effort do we call it? nothing we say it's nothing that's exactly what is left now to learn the Quran Sharif compared to the situation that has passed compared to how previous in previous times people learned the Quran Sharif this is something that is only like just taking that muscle putting it in the mouth chewing it and swallowing it that is what the comparison is like so how fortunate we are that Allah Ta'ala has made it so easy for us but at the same time what a tragedy it would be that despite this ease we neglect it despite the facilities being available we don't give it any regard we don't pay attention and we just let it bypass us or we take it as a secondary thing Quran Sharif is our real objective that is what is going to give us the good of dunya and the good of akhirat it's all in learning the Quran Sharif following the Quran Sharif passing on the Quran Sharif this is where it all lies in so this is a very very great wealth very great bounty from Allah Ta'ala those who acquired the Quran Sharif in the Hadith Nabi Sallallahu said regarding them that Ahlul Quran hum Ahlullahi wa khassatuhu that the people of the Quran Sharif those who learn the Quran Sharif those who memorize it those who teach it those who are engaged in it they are the family of Allah Ta'ala and the special servants of Allah Ta'ala the special people of Allah Ta'ala they are the VIPs of Allah Ta'ala in dunya somebody is given some kind of VIP status the person feels one above everybody person feels like he is somebody whereas the dunya VIP status today the person is VIP tomorrow he is NIP he is no important person too suddenly everything is gone something happens the next person now is in control or in authority he just shuns this person just sometime a person is a minister somebody else became the president they just kick him out no more now he is nobody somebody is a president tomorrow he is deposed now he is sitting in jail so what is this dunya all about the real honor is the honor that Allah Ta'ala gives in terms of deen the honor that Allah Ta'ala gives through to the Quran Sharif and the real honor that will come on the day of Qiyamah and in Jannat so this is the real honor and this honor comes from the Quran Sharif the first thing is that we need to dedicate ourselves to the Quran Sharif in which way one is the tilawat of the Quran Sharif if a person is hafiz then we need to be keeping up with our hymns as well and otherwise even a person who is not a hafiz tilawat of the Quran Sharif should be a daily feature daily the Quran Sharif should be part and parcel of our lives and this is something whether a person understands the meaning of the Quran Sharif or doesn't understand the meaning of the Quran Sharif daily we should be reciting it because it is with great benefit that we will there is great benefit that we will derive from it some people have this misconception that if you cannot understand the meaning of the Quran Sharif then what is the benefit in reciting it that is a very great misconception person understands all the ingredients and whatever the manner in which it benefits one in terms of some medication, some medicine he understands all those details and he takes that medication he'll get the benefit there's another person who doesn't even cannot even uh, 
give you one detail about the medicine. He doesn't have any knowledge about the details of that medicine. But he also has it. He also takes that medication. It's going to benefit him as well. Indeed, the person who has the deeper knowledge, he will make some finer adjustments and he will do some things that might even bring greater benefit. So the Quran Sharif, the person who understands it, subhanallah, that is very great. The person who does not understand it, he too will benefit greatly. Merely reciting the Quran Sharif also, every letter, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, the person who recites Alif Lam Mim, Allah Ta'ala will bless him on the recitation of each of those letters. Now Alif Lam Mim Surah Baqarah, the tafsir of Alif Lam Mim, the Mufassirin will tell you, Allah Ta'ala knows best. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi is giving that example. That you recite this, you'll get rewarded. So a person doesn't even know the meaning. The Mufassirin also explain that Allah Ta'ala alone knows the meaning. But Nabi Sallallahu is giving that as an example of recitation. What is the message? That even those letters, those words, that one does not know the meaning of, one is being rewarded, one is getting benefit of it. So if a person doesn't know the meaning of the Quran Sharif, then too the reward is tremendous. On every letter, ten blessings. Now count that in Surah Fatiha alone, it will amount to over a thousand. Over a thousand blessings on every letter ten, it will amount to over a thousand in Surah Fatiha alone. A person sometimes, shaitan puts this in the mind that what is this blessings, blessings, sawab, all the time this sawab. On the day of Qiyamah we will understand what is this sawab all about. On the day of Qiyamah we will understand what is the value of one good deed, one reward. On that day when Nabi Islam once asked the Sahaba, do you know who is a muflis, a bankrupt person? And then Nabi Islam explained that the bankrupt person in the ummah is the person who came on the day of Qiyamah with a lot of salat, with a lot of zakat, with a lot of hajj, a lot of fasting, a lot of good deeds. But he also came in the condition that he had hurt somebody, spoken ill of someone, made some ghibad, he had taken somebody's wealth or property wrongfully. So now on the day of Qiyamah, he'll have to pay back all those people who had wronged. And how he'll pay? With his good deeds. One dirham, he took off somebody's wrongfully, 700 accepted salah he will have to give away. So in that way all his deeds will get dished out. Now that will be the day when he will realize what is the benefit of one one deed. One one reward, what is the benefit he will realize on that day. So here Allah Ta'ala is giving us these great rewards and for the recitation of the Quran Sharif on every letter, then this is something that illuminates the heart, it brightens the heart, and it brings that capacity for good in the heart. So when a person now is regularly reciting the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala brightens his heart, Allah Ta'ala creates that capacity in the heart to do good, and now a person can easily do the righteous actions. He is not somebody that is now not a way, oh, oh, it's trying to struggle, he's battling to get going. He's very easier for him with the barakat of the tilawat of the Quran Sharif. So one is the tilawat of the Quran Sharif. Together with the tilawat is amal on the Quran Sharif. Tilawat of the Quran Sharif, if a person just confines it to that, but does not make amal, then this too will be left far behind and will be in problems. Just as tilawat is very important, Likewise is the Amal and that is actually the objective. That is the purpose of the Quran Sharif, that we practice upon it. 
So this is a very important thing. Unfortunately, we find that many people, though they have the very great enthusiasm to learn the Quran Sharif, to become Hafiz of the Quran Sharif, this is a common thing I'm talking in general, that many students in the madrasas, there are hundreds of students all over the place, parents are very enthusiastic that my child must become a Hafiz, so they send them to madrasas to board for two years, three years, they take them out of school, all these things they would do because they are, mashallah, very enthusiastic about the child becoming Hafiz. The child also makes so much of effort. He, from morning to evening, is busy with his hymns. So, alhamdulillah, this is a very great thing. What can be greater than learning the Quran Sharif? But, often, many parents themselves also, and the person who became Hafiz also, neither is he also concerned about Amal of the Quran Sharif. And if a person doesn't make Amal on the Quran Sharif, then that very Quran will testify against that person on the day of Qiyamat. Now there are certain things which are straightforward. For example, five times Salah, everybody knows about it. And fasting in the month of Ramadan, Zakat is farz on a person who has that amount of wealth, etc. All these things we all know about. So, the Hafiz has to practice on this, everybody has to practice on it. Likewise, he is refraining from sin. Everybody has to practice on this, that to stay away far from every sin, the non-hafiz, the hafiz, everybody, this applies to every Muslim. But the Qur'an Sharif, the person who has learned the Qur'an Sharif to a greater extent, we have to be practicing on this, that we stay far away from every sin, every evil. Then together with that, those who acquire the Qur'an Sharif have to also be role models. They also have to lead by example. Not that we become part of the crowd. This is a general advice, general address to all of us and to myself first and foremost and to all of us that the Quran Sharif we all have to some extent. Somebody has completed the Quran Sharif, somebody maybe has got a little lesser, somebody still doing hivs, somebody hasn't formally started hivs but we've learned many parts of the Quran Sharif by heart. We've learned maybe Amma Para by heart or we've learned many surahs by heart. So this applies to all of us. Obviously the one who has learned the entire Quran Sharif, it applies even more. That we have to lead by example. We have to lead in a way that others are inspired to follow in our footsteps. Not because we are somebody, but we are doing what is right. Therefore they are feeling inspired. Not to follow us as we are, but that because we've set the right example, so they are following deen. Now there are many things which in society become so common that nobody even then blinks an eye and it just goes on like nothing happened. Whereas these things are wrong. Just to take one, two examples that come to mind now. For example, the aspect of dressing. So what is the correct dressing of a Muslimah? That is known, we have discussed this numerous times. That it is a dressing that in every sense it has haya in it. It is not in any way revealing the shape of the body or it is so thin that it is revealing the body itself. Now that is what is haya in clothing. Whether it is be daytime clothing or nighttime clothing, haya in dressing. 
But this is something that is now diminishing to such an extent that those who are ignorant and those who are learned and everybody is just flowing down that same direction and without any concern, without anybody thinking twice that what is going on, where is this all heading to? Now this is a very serious matter. Now those who have acquired the Quran Sharif should be leading by example in this. That they don't get influenced by the fashions and by the trends that even the Islamic garb as it should have been the cloak etc that is becoming tighter by the day that is also becoming a thing that is revealing now so what a tragedy this is so they should be leading by example that they are wearing garments which is which Allah Ta'ala says that the garments of taqwa that is best that is the right thing so this is the one example so we need to be leading by example then the other thing that is so common nowadays all the social media so now everybody climbs a bandwagon and nobody thinks twice and one is the chatting that goes on the haram chatting and all these things then every other day you hear something new well to us it sounded new but somebody says there is nothing new about it is old very old people now there is some kind of social media where people photograph anything and everything and that is circulated through to all some Instagram or whatever this thing is called and that's just one thing there's so many other things now there's so much of haram that takes place by all this the taking of pictures itself is impermissible that is haram in itself pictures of animal things of human beings of animals it's not permissible and then on top of that one is a person does something which is not permissible then it is circulated to everybody it's advertising the sun that's an added sun and a very serious sun that a person is advertising the sun and how things go to what depths things fall that sometimes people now there's some function carrying on so now in order to entertain people now they're showing the photographs of the whole family they've pictured the whole family and now they have this is so and so and this is so and so now in that gathering now there will be some buddy he's seeing oh this is so and so's wife and this is so and so's daughter and that wife and daughter too are happy that their pictures are being circulated in front of everybody and okay this is so and so now the whole world is seeing who's who all the mahrams, non mahrams, and everybody so this is the entertainment now shaitan has brought this entertainment to this level now that people are getting entertained by seeing and who's showing it the same, the, the father, the husband, whoever, he's showing everybody, this is his wife, and this is his daughter, and this is his so-and-so, and this is so-and-so. This is the entertainment now. Now, this is such a disgusting thing, such a disgraceful thing. It goes against everything that Deen has taught us in terms of Haya. But, when things just spiral out of control, then everything is on. And anything that a person is told, is what's wrong with it? what's wrong with this everything is what's wrong and others are doing it so if others are doing it so what's wrong with it everybody is doing it so what's wrong with it so everybody can be doing something that doesn't make it right what is right is that what is according to the Quran and Sunnah and the way to understand what is the right thing according to Quran and Sunnah is that those of our Kabir who have displayed this to us they had the in-depth knowledge of the Quran and Sunnah 
the entire lives revolved around Quran and Sunnah in teaching it, in learning it, in teaching it, in studying it, and then they lived according to that. The, their lives bear testimony to it. So that that is the line we have in front of us. That is the example we have in front of us, and that is what we have to follow. Then there are all these kinds of functions. So the person of the Quran, that person will stay away from all the social media and all these things, from that dressing, the right dressing only. The social media the person of the Quran, whether the person is Hafiz of the Quran or half Hafiz or whether the person has learned Nazara, we all in some way or the other attached to the Quran Sharif so it applies to all then for example these functions whether it is the weddings that take place where there is so much of haram taking place person of the Quran will stay away won't break ties with family people will stay away from the function that is wrong Oh, sometimes there is birthday parties or there is no basis in deen for birthday parties celebrating birthdays is nowhere established anywhere even Nabi Islam didn't celebrate his birthday and then the big question is people say that it's my birthday the question in reply that I ask is when is your birthday so you say well my birthday is today whatever the date may be for example the 18th of or 17th of uh, August they say, but that's not your birthday. She say, no, that's my birthday. She say, no, no, that's just out of convenience because we're living in this country. So now we go by that, by the English calendar. Your birthday is actually that Islamic date on which you were born. So what is your birthday? The person is scratching his head now. He doesn't know what is the Islamic date that he was born on. So that is your birthday. First find out what is your birthday. You're a Muslim. A Muslim, he follows what Islam has said. And in the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says Allah Ta'ala has decreed 12 months Allah Ta'ala decreed 12 months in the system of Allah Ta'ala the 12 months that came down from the Shariat and from Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was in January, February from Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam what we got was Muharram, Safar, Rabiul Awal so Ramadan comes in Ramadan fasting comes in Ramadan and that Ramadan will keep changing in the seasons also whenever Ramadan comes the lunar calendar so that is our birth date so now we don't know what's a birthday and we're celebrating it, we're celebrating something else so to start off with there is no celebration of birthdays but then the birthday is the Islamic date that the person was born on and every birthday person is supposed to sit down and reflect now that 20 years or 15 years or 25 years whatever a person's age is now so many years have gone that is already gone, what's left? do I know what's left? Because every year means I'm one year closer to the Qabr. And perhaps now there's one day left. Nobody knows. person sometimes is in one poem. The poet says that how many people are walking around and their kafan has already been washed, which is going to be used on them that same day. They're not aware of it. The person washing the kafan who had washed it didn't know who is washing it for. But the kafan was already washed and kept nicely and it is meant for that person who is walking around without any thought in his mind also that tonight he won't be around, he'll be gone now that is dunya now every birthday this is what a person is supposed to be reflecting to a greater extent that my life has ticked away so much what is left? Allah knows best what is left so here this was a bit of a digression from the topic what we were talking about is Amal Bil Quran that on every aspect now a person of the Quran will practice upon the Quran Sharif in 
regards to ibadat obviously and in one's dealings in one's social life in one's akhlaq and in taqwa in everything one will try and keep trying and keep making an effort to get closer to Allah Ta'ala and to get closer to deen so this is the very ab- important aspect about the Quran Sharif that one is tilawat of the Quran Sharif and is amal bil Quran and together with that is passing on the Quran Sharif to others passing on the Quran Sharif to others one is formally teaching it the other is the message and the lesson of the Quran Sharif we keep passing on something or the other some little bit whoever we can once in a while also but we are conveying the message of the Quran Sharif when a person will be attached to the Quran Sharif in this manner then in time we will learn what a great gift what a great bounty this is and how greatly we should be respecting it that is also another very important aspect the respect of the Quran Sharif how is the Quran Sharif handled how is it kept how is it held how is it recited that utmost respect this is the kalam of Allah Ta'ala this is the book of Allah Ta'ala so it cannot be handled just anyhow it cannot be just kept as just some ordinary book this is the great kalam of Allah Ta'ala so it must be handled with utmost respect and especially nowadays this is not a fatwa but people who have the Quran Sharif on their phones the Quran apps and so on this too is leading gradually towards the towards the respect of the Quran Sharif decreasing because now that phone is just handled anyhow and the Quran Sharif is in that that app is on the phone so a person gradually that concept comes in the mind that well the Quran Sharif can be put in a pocket down hanging at one's waist also the Quran Sharif can be left on the floor also the Quran Sharif can be held anyhow because that's the phone being handled and in the phone is that Quran app so while the person is reciting he might decide with respect also but in time this is the way that is being handled so today he is handling the Quran app in that manner Allah forbid tomorrow his children will handle the actual copy of the Quran Sharif in that manner because in their minds it's the same now they growing up seeing the Quran on the phone and how it's being handled and in time they are going to handle Allah forbid even the copy of the Quran Sharif like that so this is something that is not to be encouraged again it's not a fatwa it's not something that is being said that it is impermissible but if somebody has it it requires a very high level of respect and that is something which is difficult so that the phone be handled in a way that the copy of the Quran Sharif is going to be handled that's a very difficult thing because the phone is a phone after all and then anything and everything comes on that screen also on the same screen then the Quran Sharif will come this is all leading gradually towards the respect of the Quran Sharif being eroded so we need to be conscious of this and we need to be teaching the right respect of the Quran Sharif to our children to others to the message of the Quran Sharif so tilawat the respect amal and passing on the message of the Quran Sharif to others in this way we will get that full benefit of the Quran Sharif ourselves and inshallah we will get the benefit of others also who will take it from us May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala accept all the efforts of everybody who was involved in the completion of this hymns, in the, in the doing of this hymns. Allah ta'ala make it a means of khair and barakat for one and all, for everybody at the madrasa. Allah ta'ala grant the best of rewards and grant uh, the highest stages in the akhirat. 
Allah Ta'ala save us from every difficulty, every hardship, every calamity with the barakat of the Quran Sharif and the completion of the hymns. Allah Ta'ala fulfill all the pious aspirations of each one. Allah Ta'ala remove all the difficulties and hardships. Allah Ta'ala give every good to every Muslim throughout the world. وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين. We'll just make a short dua in the occasion of the Quran Sharif being completed. Is an occasion of dua has been accepted. So let us inshallah engage in some dua. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت الأعز الأكرم Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah, O most merciful Allah, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, indeed, we are your most sinful servants, Ya Allah. We are acknowledging all our mistakes and faults, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but you are most merciful, Ya Allah. You are most forgiving, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah, shower down your maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Shower down your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the difficulties and hardships of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, with the barakat of the completion of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us your true servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you remove every evil from our lives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you remove all the sins, Ya Allah, that we are caught up in, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Save us from every difficulty and hardship, Ya Allah. Save us from all the haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us a tawfiq of being all that which pleases you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from everything that displeases you, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept the khatam of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Accept everyone that is studying the, and learning the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept each student that is studying, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make each one and make all of us, Ya Allah, your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us such people, Ya Allah, with whom, Ya Allah, you are, Ya Allah, happy with, Ya Allah, with whom Nabi Islam is happy with, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, put the hatred of sin in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us all the good of dunya and the good of akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Enable us to follow the way of life of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, save us from the ways of Yahud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from the ways of your enemies, Ya Allah. Grant us the love of the sunnah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, enable us to follow in his Mubarak footsteps, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who are sick, give them shifa kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ya Allah, give them complete shifa and afiyat, Ya Allah. Remove every trace of the illness, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, those who are in any kind of difficulties and hardships, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, those who are, Ya Allah, in financial difficulties, Ya Allah, remove their financial difficulties, Ya Allah. Those who are without jobs, give them, Ya Allah, halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Give them good jobs, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, put barakat in our rizq, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah, those who have passed away, fill their covers with noor, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant them the highest stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. At the time of our death, take us with the kalima, la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Allah, take us on iman kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on tawbat and nasuh, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, take us at a time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make our qabars gardens of jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us the shafaat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah, give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you fulfill the needs of each one, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Ilahu al-alamin, all the good that Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, begged for. Ya Allah, we are also begging for all that good. Whatever he sought refuge from, Ya 
Allah, you grant us protection as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balagh wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-adhi al-azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi sayyidina Muhammad wa alihi wa sahabihi jama'in wa alhamdulillahi wa alhamdulillahi